podcast contains spoilers to some of your favorite cheesy holiday movies. As if you don't already know that the world is saved from the perils of evil and they all live happily ever after. Because, well, magic. Or spirit. Or some suspension of disbelief type shit. generic name. Hello, I am also, insert generic male name. And you are listening to, insert generic podcast title. Hello, welcome to podcast. I am podcast host one. I am podcast host two. Yay, this is fun. So much fun. (laughs) Almost as fun as our title of this movie, this Christmas movie. Yeah, it's super original. Christmas on the farm. What? No way. Yeah, um, general, it's crazy because these movies are never on a farm. Never. Anyway, I'm Ashley. I'm Dustin. You're listening to the Hokie Holiday Review. We back. We back. Um, so, listen, I'm gonna be honest. I started roasting this movie before we even watched it. And that's easy to do because... I was I was looking on on Hulu, mm-hmm. um, which there aren't a whole lot of Christmas movies. Like usually we turn to Netflix, Lifetime, Hallmark. Um, we right. haven't really gone to Hulu, but I came across this one on Hulu, and as soon as I saw the title, I just knew that we had to watch it. It was the one. It was the one, and it's called Christmas on the Farm, as we said, and I immediately texted my friend Alyssa, hi Alyssa, shout out, and was like, oh my gosh, Christmas on the farm? No shit, they're all on the farm. <laughs> Talk about zero or even negative points for originality on on even naming this. Oh yeah. And, um, and she said the best thing, she goes, yeah, like they just let an AI generator just name the movie. <laughs> and that's literally what it's, that's, that's what it seems like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, okay, to be fair, I did say, like, oh, all of them are on farms. Not all of the cheesy holiday movies are on farms. Some of them are, like, in bakeries, mm-hmm. at, like, ski lodges or inns, and then, like, the rest of them are on farms. Yeah, but a good 60 to 70% of your cheesy um, holiday movies are on a farm or farm-related in some yeah. way. Which is why the title of this one was just so generic and just so easy to roast, just from the get-go, and watching the movie, just the roasting just continued. Yeah. <laughs> it just kept going. It, it, it was a rough watch. Yeah. So anyway, as we said, uh, you can watch it on Hulu. The top build cast is Poppy Montgomery, Darren McMullen, Hugh Sheridan. Yeah, and it's directed by uh, Christopher Weeks. I guess that's how you say his name. Yeah. Is it okay? Uh, written by Jennifer Notas uh, Shapiro. The synopsis, as stated on Hulu, is 
a romantic comedy about a New York socialite who fakes her identity to get her book published and has to rush back to her deceased mother's farm when the publisher and her son come to visit their quote Australian end quote author. This synopsis alone deserves a roasting. Yes. Hot garbage. Um, so, basically, the book was, she already had the book deal. The yeah. book deal was fine. She didn't have to fake her identity. I don't think she, okay, okay, so technically, I guess she, technically she did fake her identity, but just this synopsis alone, like, there's already several things wrong with it. A, a romantic comedy? That's what we're calling this? I, I guess technically. A romantic comedy for who? Because it wasn't the, like, the two people that supposedly <laughs> fall in love. Like, it wasn't them. No. No. And, and I guess we'll call it a comedy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, comedy. There were two good parts. We'll come to that. Yes. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she fakes her identity. Sure, she pretends to be her mom to get the book published because the book is about her mom. Yeah. And um, her, mo her mom has just died. Uh, and, yes, it's true that the publisher that picked up the book and the publisher's son, who is also a public, like a publisher with, with it, it, an editor, I don't know what you call it, like a publishing yeah. agent, like whatever, um, they do go to Australia to visit her on the farm because they think that she's her mother who lives on the farm. And... Um, but, but the problem is, in the synopsis, they have Australian in quotes, mm -hmm. which doesn't make sense because the main character is Australian. She is. She lives in America now. But, I mean, you could say, quote, Australian because she doesn't seem to remember anything about being Australian. She doesn't have the accent. She doesn't remember anything about the farm that I... she grew up on. I disagree that she doesn't have an accent and we'll get to that too. Okay. So it, I don't know. When I read the synopsis, I thought that like, oh, there's this lady from New York that is faking her identity and pretending that she's Australian to get her book published. And, and that's, while that is still technically true, She's not faking being Australian because she is Australian. Right, right. So, like, for them to put it in, like, quotes like that in the synopsis, I don't know. Listen, I guess I can't get too technical because what am I really watching? Why are we here? Yeah, it's silly. Very silly. And the thing about this is that it's yet another movie that isn't actually about Christmas. No, not really. I mean... Christmas works to its favor a little bit just to have some sort of just background, but it doesn't need to be about Christmas. If Christmas was out of this movie, it, it would be pretty much the same. Yeah, it would... St I mean, like, the premise has nothing to do with Christmas. It, it's already a standalone story. Like, they just threw Christmas in there just to, to say it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, right, right, right. But, I mean, and we watched a movie last year... Um, I don't know, Christmas in Africa or Christmas in... Christmas in the wild. In the wild, yeah. And it was set in Africa. Had nothing to do with Christmas. They just threw Christmas in. Um, and, you know, the cheesy holiday movies are one thing. 
but it's it just goes an extra it, it just extra reaches mm-hmm. when it's really not about Christmas at all, and they just like throw it in to be like, oh hey, here's Christmas. One thing I kind of started thinking about while watching this movie, um, because like your your hallmark and your lifetime cheesy holiday movies are very self aware of what they are. I don't know if this movie is self aware. I don't think it. The movie knows, and its creators know that it's it's cheesy. I think this was like a serious effort to make a movie. I believe that. I mean, that could be true. I I didn't even try to view it from that perspective because that's far deeper than any point in this movie. Right, right. But it just it just crossed my mind that like I don't think this. I went into it thinking it was going to be like your classic cheesy lifetime movie, but I don't think it is. So you think they meant it to be like truly heartwarming? I think they meant it to be heartwarming and like a for real rom-com, but I think it's just terrible writing. I, my brain can't even handle that because (laughs) it's not even, that's, it's not even close to that. Yeah. Like the, the story was very surface level on all details. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. And then your two main characters didn't really fall in love. No. Or it was a very... Like, the exposition on anything was just bare minimum. It had no depth to it. And, yes, they the two main characters didn't even fall in love. Like, they start out the movie with, like, a one-night stand, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, an accidental meeting. Yeah. And a one-night stand. And then when they meet again later in Australia, she's, quote-unquote married supposedly Mm -hmm. and like they give us about five seconds and three examples of them like oh forming a deeper connection that like is just so so barely on the surface level Mm -hmm. like you couldn't even drown in it yeah well the the fact that they kind of allude to them building this connection makes the guy sort of a jerk because he knows that she's quote-unquote married. I thought about that. I didn't even think about that the first time that we watched it, but I definitely thought about it totally the second time. But he's totally flirting with her and, like, just totally, like, I'm gonna, like, I don't know. He confuses me on a lot of different levels because he starts off the movie as being, like, this, like, he works for his work for his mother who owns this publishing company, right? Mm. And he's, like, he comes in the office, like, high-fiving people, being, like... Oh, yeah! Yeah, a- like, I'm, I'm the I'm the cool... Like, it's kid. a whole montage, right? Yeah. He's, like, finger gun. Pew, 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 pew! Fist bumps! You know, just, like... Shouting down like he's a bro at like a frat house. Yeah. What's up, bro? My name's Chad. Very it's much. So yes. But then, and so then he, he's very lazy with his job because his mom comes in and she's like, "You need to actually do some work." Blah blah blah. And then, and he's like, he, he seems like he kind of like blows it off. And then he goes to the bar to like have a drink later, and that's when he meets. Um, I don't even remember her name off the top of my head. Emmy. Sure. <laughs> I didn't yeah. remember that. Um. <clears throat> So he meets her, and, like, he he very much has this vibe of, like, rich guy, playboy guy who just gets all the girls. He goes to the bar, picks up the girl, and he's, like, he doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care about his job. He's rich. He can do whatever he wants. And then, when he gets to Australia, suddenly he's, like, very deep and, like, very concerned about, like, the message in this book. And he's, yeah. like, he's, like, a whole new guy after he reads the Clementine book. 
right? Yes. He reads the book and basically falls in, t in love with Clementine, which is, which is the author's mother, and the author is Emmy, pretending to be her mother, Clementine. Sorry, we made that totally confusing. Hopefully you're following along. <laughs> if you're not, um, that tracks, because it was confusing anyway. Yeah, I had trouble following um, a lot of this. So too. if you're confused, great, join the party, because we're confused. <laughs> and... Yes. So like, it's just like he like reads this book and then all of a sudden he becomes a completely different person that has a heart and, you know, wants to all of a sudden creates deep, meaningful connections with real life people. It's so weird. And mm -hmm. can I point out that when he was like flirting with her and everything, he thought that her and her pseudo-husband and her pseudo-cousin were in a thruple. Yeah, he was trying to get on the, the quadruple. Is that yeah, how you say it? <laughs> I don't know. And, like, he, he actually said that because when it was all exposed, sorry, we should kind of back up. Um, so Emmy, in pretending to be her mother, um, she's supposed to have, like, a husband and a daughter, which is her... Um, except she's pretending to be her mom, so she has to, like, get a, a fake husband and a, and a fake daughter. And the fake husband that she ends up having is actually her brother's husband. Mm -hmm. So... Can I, can I just pause real quick? Yeah. Listening to you explaining this, 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 like, premise of this whole thing... I saw the movie twice, and I'm confused about what you're talking about. It's so confusing. It's very confusing, and I'm probably not explaining it very well. Let us know if you're keeping up, because we're barely keeping up. You're doing up. a great job. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, I'm trying. Um, so anyway, her her fake husband is actually her husband, or I'm sorry, her brother's husband. See, I can't even keep it straight. And then her brother is acting as her cousin. No. Which I didn't even think was necessary. There, he actually is the cousin. That part is true. He is her cousin. What? Yes. I, I thought that was her brother the whole time. I thought so too, but then I caught on the second time through that we watched it that he, they said something about, like, you can pretend, who are you going to be? You can pretend to be blah, 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 or you can do this. And they were like, how about we just tell the truth and he can be your cousin? I thought that was sarcasm. No, he actually is a cousin. I thought he was saying, ha ha, let's just tell the truth. You're the cousin. And they're like, great, a lie we can all believe. I legit, oh No, my God. and that's why he refers to Cle Clementine as Clementine instead of like our mom. He never says like, oh, mom did this. It was always like your mom. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I didn't even notice that he never referred to her mm -hmm. as mom. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And it's fine. The movie's garbage. Like, I thought he was calling her Clementine because he was pretending to be the cousin. They did say that he couldn't no. lie worth shit, though. Mm-hmm. They did say that. Yeah, and that's why they left him as the cousin. Fuck, man. I know. It's so confusing and stupid and weird. Anyway, back to back to the, We're the frustrated. publisher guy. Man, I, I, I... Anyway, okay, back to the publisher guy. His name's Jackson, by the way. Um, uh, the, the other thing about him is that he has an accent. 
Mm-hmm. But his mother does not. He has it's it's some sort of English accent. Yeah. That he and he references where he's from in England. He kind of mumbles it, so I didn't really. Yeah, catch it. we he, and like the best part is he mumbled it three times, and I missed it all three times <laughs> and looked at you and was like, "What did he say?" I think he, yeah, the he she said something about Edinburgh. And he was like, no, I'm from blah, blah, blah. And then she said, say it again. And he goes, blah, blah, blah. And she said, like, say it again. She probably asked him to say it again because she was also missing it. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even bother. You guys, we could have gone back. Like, we could have rewound it. We could have turned on the subtitles so we knew what the fuck he was saying. But honestly, it just doesn't matter because no. none of none of this matters. Yeah. None, nothing that happens in this movie matters. Why does he have an accent? His mother doesn't. I don't know. The, we don't know. The only thing I can think is that he does mention that he was, he had to go to like private boarding schools or something. Maybe he was sent away to somewhere in Europe and it made him have an accent. They did. Which talk, is, so, yeah. that's pretty stupid They though. did talk about a boarding school, but like if you are from America, like you may pick up like tendon, like you may pick up accent mm. tendencies or like, um, speech yeah. or vernacular. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but, like, you're going to revert back to your American... Anyway, I don't, listen, I don't know. Listen, okay? And he did mention that his parents got divorced. Yeah. So, my other thought is maybe that was, like, his dad's, dad's got new accent, wife. Yeah. But, like, he always references her as mom. And a lot of a lot of kids that... Ha- or a lot of people that have, like, step-parents won't refer to them as, like, stepmom or stepdad. They will... He did mention he did refer to her as her first name a couple times, but he never. But he did say mom. He never said stepmom. So and that's never alluded to. Maybe that's the case. No, I I agree. I, I it never it it was never alluded to, and it didn't seem like that was what we were supposed to pick up on. Well, and she even said later in the movie, like I wanted to spend time with my son. Yeah, which was also a lie. Like that came out of nowhere. Yeah, anyway, right. Um, and and speaking of accents. Anyway, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm not done with this. I'm not done with it. Jackson's <laughs> accent. I It honestly took me so far out of the movie because every time he fucking opened his mouth, I was like, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. This isn't believable. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that, like, your mom doesn't have an accent, but you do, and it just takes me out of it. Yeah. Okay, that's the last thing that I wanted to say. But speaking of accents, Emmy, she's supposed to be Australian, in quotes, mm-hmm. but she actually is Australian. Right now, she grew up there, and then it seems like they did mention that she had lived in America for twenty years. Yeah. So, um, so uh, understandably so, you know, she may have lost some of her accent, like kind of d- depending. Um, but the whole beginning of the movie. She has the hint of the Australian accent. You can hear it. Yeah. She has the hint of it in her everyday speech. So it, it makes that believable that, oh, maybe she has lived in America for a while, but she still has a little bit of that accent. Yeah. So tell me why, when she gets to Australia and it comes time for her to fake her Australian accent, mm-hmm. she all of a sudden has like a much more forced American accent. Yeah. And she can't figure out how to have an Australian accent. Yeah, she's, like, saying, like, like, what? before, like, sh- her accent was, you know, it, it was just, a, had a hint of Australian. All of a sudden, she can't say 
water with an Australian accent, and she's like, water, water, And they're like, water, water. Yeah, and she's like, water. And we're like, you have never sounded like that up until this point in the movie. Yeah. Make it make sense. No, it doesn't need to. They decided logic doesn't make sense. Like, all of a sudden, she just couldn't do this Australian accent that she's had the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit more. Like, she... Listen, I, I listen. I just can't. Yeah, and then, and then, the, there's more inconsistency with her. Let's talk about her. Oh, hair. there's a lot of unbelievable things. Well, her hair color situation was weird. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the movie, so she she has like this blonde hair, like it's dyed. It's like blonde. yellow blonde. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like yellow blonde. It's dyed because she's got some like darker roots. You can see. Um, yeah. Well, but, that doesn't. But, like, the darker roots, like, that's actually, like, a look, though. With, like, uh, no, the darker no. roots and the yellow. Like, it's not that her hair was, like, growing out. No, no, like no, no, no. It could have been. I, I don't know. I, I, anyway. No, I know that. I'm just... That's not I'm just point. painting a picture what for... What am I doing? <laughs> I'm painting a picture for these guys. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's, like, a yellowish blonde. But then there's a scene where she's, like, walking past a Santa that, you know... You know the Santa's at, at the store or in the park, Like, wherever. the Salvation Army. They, like, ring the bell and... Yeah, she's yeah. walking by him, and all of a sudden, she's got, like, this white blonde, this platinum blonde hair. Yeah, it's it wasn't even platinum blonde. It was, like, a, that white, like, ashy gray. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful look. It's, like, an icy, like, ashy gray, white, silver-ish kind of look. That was a whole lot in one, but that's how uh-huh. you, if at anybody that, like, is listening, like, they, they know exactly. I have three explanations. One... They filmed this later, and she, for some reason, had a different hair color. Two, it's not even her, because it's a faraway shot. It's not her. Well, it's it's supposed to be her, but it's like a faraway yeah. shot, and like they just put another actress in there just because they forgot to shoot it or something, and they just needed to throw it in there. Or whoever edited this doesn't know how to color grade properly, and they mess it up, and, and it looks like it's white. You I know don't what? know. I think, no, no, no. I think you're right. I think you're right, because... The two, and it actually happens twice. Mm-hmm. In the the first time that we watched it, I only noticed it in the one, but it actually happens a second time. Also when she's walking, um, also when she's just walking and it, it's just like a far away or like a, a wide shot of her mm-hmm. like walking in public. So I bet it is a different person. Yeah. That, that would make sense. That does make sense now that we're mentioning well, it. Well, also I did say like a color grading issue. I'm going to be nerdy real quick. But with it, with that shot being, like, snowy, like, maybe it wasn't actually that snowy when they shot it. I don't think it was, because I think this was filmed in Australia. I think I did read that. So maybe, like, they're shooting it, and then they, like, tried to make it, like, look white, and they, like, got rid of all the color in the in the shot when they were editing it, so it made her hair look white instead of, like, the blonde. Just, like, an editing issue, which is possible. I think that's something that could have happened i don't know i like that you're trying to save this movie right now i'm not trying to save it i'm saying whoever edited it wasn't doing a good job is what i'm saying oh yeah anyway that could be it yeah but i will say that i do like that she was a more full-bodied woman Mm -hmm. like in the in all of these cheesy movies you know you get like the pretty Pretty blonde hair, blue eyes. And I mean, she did have blonde hair and blue eyes, but like, you know, just the pretty, you know the type. Mm-hmm. Like, 5'7 to 5'9. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe 5'5. Five, five. And, you know, petite, skinny, yes. small frame, ju- 
you know, the, yeah. the picture-perfect actress that everybody in Hollywood loves. And I love yeah. that she was not that. No. That she, she was full-bodied. Like, she, a girl had some hips. Her boobs were ginormous. And they didn't cover them up. Like, they actually, mm-hmm. like, you know, she had normal-looking arms. Like, average-looking arms. And, yeah. like, she had confidence in herself. And I fucking dug it. Like, yeah. I, I was all about it. Well, and also, they didn't cast, like... A, a younger people for these roles, right? Like, so, like, she's probably in her 40s, and, and so is uh, the Jackson. Like, they're a little bit yeah. older, like, because usually in these kind of films, you'd have somebody, like, in their 20s, like, with that, all those characteristics, like, the smaller build and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and they even, like, made mention towards the end of the movie because there's a, there's a girl that is in there there's a there's a woman character that is like petite skinny she's got like these like these abs and you know she's your whatever picture perfect perfect bodied woman and um she's supposed to be like jackson's like ex-girlfriend or something and she kind of comes into the picture for a little bit and at the end when he inevitably spoiler alert chooses the main character the this full-bodied curvy woman um she actually makes a comment towards it that is just like you're gonna choose this over this um indicating like that this woman is fat and that she's just like perfect and so I guess it was just kind of, like, a nod to, like, well, it doesn't really fucking matter what her body is. So, I mean, like, that was kind of a nice message because we don't really get that with, like, Lifetime and Hallmark. And I did, I mean, I, I personally enjoyed that there was a gay couple in there. You also don't get that. with Like, Lifetime and Hallmark, like, they follow their format mm-hmm. to a T. Like, all heteronormative, all heterosexual relationships all of that. So that was that was refreshing to a degree. Um, and I felt very comfortable with it. But anyway, um, those were the good parts about it. Those were like the the two out of the three <laughs> good things that I enjoyed about the movie. Yeah. Um, there were very few. But let's talk about a couple more of like these unbelievable things that like we just couldn't get into because they just weren't believable. Yeah, so like when uh, like when Emmy and Jackson meet, right? Emmy goes to this bar to like meet somebody she met on or like was talking to on Tinder. Yeah, but they then, like swiped right and they were a match. But then she ends up sitting next to Jackson at the bar, and I guess he's there sulking about his job. Bro, or she straight takes his drink within. Uh, seven seconds of meeting this guy she's like i gotta get the courage or whatever she said and she ch- chugged his whiskey drink or whatever. like girl you are at a fucking bar order your own fucking drink yeah the bartender is right there who does that it was pretty trashy not gonna lie it was a thing and then and then so anyway spoiler alert that's what we're here for right is um her date is like two hours late so like he we he's basically a no-show so like her and Jackson get to talking and they start doing drinks together and at one point in the movie there were like no less than like three glasses like three like like cocktail type glasses and then like what six shot glasses something like that eight shot glasses so there's this whole montage of them at the bar where they're partying, they're having a good time, they're they're hanging out together, and they are just taking shot after shot 
after shot. And not the little ones, the straight, like, mm -hmm. double ones. So, I mean, they took so many shots. And then, not only did we see them take, like, what must have been a gazillion fucking shots, there were already, like, empty shots on the table. And then, like, later, they're taking, you guessed it, more shots. These, these are seasoned alcoholics. <laughs> like they, like... Okay, no, that, I'm sorry. It's just not... And then, guess what, guys? Guess what? They were coherent. Oh, yeah. They could yeah. still talk without slurring their speech. Mm -hmm. They could walk <laughs> in a straight line. Yeah. I'm sorry. Absolutely fucking not. No. I mean, look, you know I am a little bit of a lightweight. And if I have one shot, I have to t take a minute and, like, you know, process my life for a little bit. You gotta take, like, a whole ass nap. Yeah. But they're over here pounding fuck, uh, 20 shots or whatever. And listen, I'm and not good. saying, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, don't judge me for saying what I'm saying next, guys, all right? Don't judge me. We're here to do the judging. You're here to do the laughing. We're not here to be judged. But I'm just saying, I am 31 years old. And I, I say this all the time. I am not 21 years old anymore. I cannot drink the way. And I, I never really stopped drinking. Like I just, it catches up with you. The hangovers get worse. We all know this. These two, these two people, I almost called them lovebirds, but like I couldn't do it without laughing because <laughs> it's not true. They are minimum 38, 40 years old. Yeah. Okay. Like seriously. And don't get me wrong, I know, we know, some people that are, like, in their 40s that can fucking rage. Yeah. That they can do, they can still do a bunch of shots, they can still do a bunch of drinks. And I'm, I'm just saying, while they can do that, none of them are actually, like, knowing what's going on after so many shots. So I'm sorry, it's just not believable that these two practically or actual, like, 40-year-old characters are pounding... 20,000 fucking shots and then being able to speak coherently. It's just not possible. It was really done for the montage and this movie loves a good montage because <laughs> they do the drink montage they do the shopping montage the oh. the uh, the trying to be Australian montage like there's it. this should be called montage the movie that would be a better title than <laughs> Christmas on the farm. It would be I didn't even notice the amount of montages, but now that you, I, oh my God, yeah. that should have been, how come we didn't catch that after the first time? We could have done a whole ass drinking game of take a shot after every montage and we would be more drunk than they were during their, during their, their montage of taking 800 shots. Right. Oh man. Oh my Absolutely. God. And then, okay, I need to know if this is true, but... There's a whole part of the movie ha where she suggests this hangover cure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is um, apple cider vinegar in milk. Well, it sounds disgusting. It sounds awful. Yeah. And she, and that's actually, and this is actually an important part of the movie, how you ask, because what the fuck, but... It's actually an important part of the movie because that's actually how she gets discovered. Like, that's how they catch that she's, like, lying about her identity. Yeah. Because when she meets him in New York, before she goes to Australia and pretends to be somebody else, um, pretends to be her mother, 
she tells Jackson about this and does she drinks the hangover cure of the milk with the apple cider vinegar in it and she leaves a glass for him to drink anyway this isn't important anyway so then when they're in Australia they're having a grand old time it's a fabulous Christmas ha 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 everybody's getting away with it um uh David da the cousin David mm -hmm. we never named him right. um David is like oh that's like actually um, wait, didn't he say that that's something his mother used to do? Mm, or he said your mom, I think. Or I'm really trying so hard to make him the brother instead of the cousin. Yeah, no, he, it doesn't matter. He's the cousin, but I'm just mad. He about mentions it. that Clementine had the the um, hangover cure that was the apple cider vinegar and milk, and then and then, and then every yeah, and then uh, Jackson goes. Oh, I just met a woman who who uh, had the same hangover cure. And then there was like an awkward silence, and then everybody put it together, and she was caught. Yeah. Um, but I have to know. I've literally never heard of this milk and apple milk with apple cider vinegar in it as a hangover cure. Has anybody heard of this? I looked it up and did not see any results. That would suggest that that is a real hangover cure. Maybe some family out there has that as like their, some family thing that they pass down. Oh, but you know what? You know what? When we were, when I was looking at our stats the other day of like the 30 people that listened to our episodes, uh -huh. um, remember it was like 99% of them are like in the US and then like 1% was like in Canada or something. Yeah, Canada and, and Australia. And 1% was in Australia. So the like, one listener that we have in Australia, can you confirm this? They probably won't even hear this. They're not even gonna, they probably like listened to like half of it and was like, fuck this shit, this is lame. But <laughs> if you're out there in Australia and you're actually listening to this, can you please like leave us a comment, send us an email or something telling us if this is real or if this movie is just absolutely off the rails bullshit bonkers? Please tell us. I'm gonna go with that because even even if I, I looked it up like even if it was an Australian thing it would probably come up on Google as a thing it would say this is a common Australian hangover cure I don't know I mean you're probably right anyway I have to know if anybody's heard of this if our one friend in Australia happens to hear this please tell us yeah otherwise I call bullshit yes uh you know what else is bullshit what's that talk to me about the agent Oh no. Oh the the so was she the publicist or the agent or, or whatever for Emmy for her um since Emmy's an author, like she has an agent or publicist, whatever she was, she was the worst person ever. That's what she was. In, in we film. don't care whether she was the agent or the publicist. It's that she was just the fucking worst. Yeah. She was she got her in troubles, like she was like like she mentioned like Emmy's mom dying. She's like, oh, you don't have a mom. Boo-hoo. Something like that. Like, Yeah. Just, she basically said that. That was like an actual quote. I, hold on. Let's back up. Let's back yeah, up. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's start with like how this agent or publicist or whatever is just the absolute, like just, let's start with her doing her job. Yeah. Let's start with those things. So first of all, she definitely got Emmy into this mess. Of, like, having to pretend to be her mother. Yeah. And whatnot. And 
there's something that I caught on the second time around that we watched it that I didn't quite catch on the first time around that first of all this agent I don't even know her name we're calling her agent because she's her name is just not worth like speaking or even remembering she's the only person in the movie that I don't know who's whose name she is yeah who who her name what her name is I can't even talk I'm so upset so <laughs> Emmy actually started out writing a book about her mother yeah but it was from her point of view as in like her herself Emmy yeah. writing from her own point of view about her mother yeah. and then this dumbass agent bitch comes along and goes no you should be your mother write this book as if you're your mother like you be your mother mm -hmm. and emmy who has some kind of sense was like um are you on fucking crack no and then she's like no no, no. do it like this do it mm -hmm. so she like forces emmy into doing this then when she's like mate so this whole thing is her fucking fault yeah. And then while she's making the deal, she's like sitting in a bathtub, calling Jackson. She's like, we want $2 million. And he's like, I'll give it to her for a million dollars. I'll take it for a million. And she drops her phone in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. And is like, she's like making deals from her bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. And she drops her phone in the water and she's like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, damn, I, 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 oh, my God, oh, shit. And she's, like, trying to, like, dry off her phone as if, like, it wouldn't be completely waterlogged because you got some fucking bubbles in it. <laughs> well, yeah, because originally Jackson said 250K and they're like, no, we want more. And then she drops the phone and then he's like, look, we, we can go up to 500. And then she's still scrambling with the phone and then he's like, fine, a million and then she gets the phone out and she's like, well, no, she said, well, we're, we're taking other offers. And then he goes a million and then they're all good. But like, just, you would think during such a big moment, why are you doing this in the bathtub? Bro, professionalism, am I right? She had none. Zero. Zero. And then, like we said, like she's like at Emmy's um, apartment, studio, like whatever the fuck it was. And was like, oh yeah, like they want to meet you in person. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't remember like what she said, but like Emmy was like, I can't cook. I can't do this. I don't know how to do that. Like, I, I'm not a farm person, blah, blah, blah. And this fucking agent lady goes, um, or, or a mother, I know. And she even's like, ugh, I can't, I'm not even explaining. But mm -hmm. like, she, like she, Emmy said something like she, of something that she doesn't have. She's like, I don't have those skills or something like that. And this fucking bitch goes, or a mother. I know. So sad. What? While she was eating Emmy's food. She was like, she walked in the kitchen, like grabbed something out of a jar and was like, mm, okay. And just, the off fucking dacity. Yeah, terrible person. Of this woman. This, this, this woman's mother just died. Mm -hmm. And you're like mocking her because her mother died. I would have punched her in her face. Yeah, it was pretty awful. Like, she's the villain. Herb stomped her into the <laughs> fucking floor. She's the worst. She's, she's the real villain she's the real villain here <laughs> and the the agent wasn't the only one in this film to just say crazy weird outlandish things um no i mean like every cheesy holiday movie like has some cheesy lines in it and whatever that like you hear them and you you go oh okay like that's you really said that yeah like um david the cousin these are so the bad not the brother 
the cousin. Sorry. Um, at one point he says, quote, you look like you've seen a cervix or two in your lifetime. That was a real thing that he said. He did. That Okay, that's a little bit out of context. We should probably explain a little bit like yeah, what yeah. was happening in the movie. So the whole time they have this pregnant cow that at that time is ready to give birth. And so they're all gathered around this cow who's ready to give birth. And David is essentially recruiting Jackson to help. Mm -hmm. But that's how he recruits him to help. By saying... Jack, you look like you've seen a cervix or two in your lifetime. The fuck? Yeah. It, it, it's this movie trying to be funny, and it was just strange. The, the, the thing that, like, really got me the most about this quote, though, is that nobody fucking batted an eye. No. Like, realistically, just think about it, Dustin. Like, realistically, if you are in real life having a conversation with somebody and somebody said, Dustin, you look like you've seen a cervix or two in your lifetime, wouldn't the whole room just fucking stop? Yeah. Everyone would turn their head and... And go, what the fuck did you just say? And then somebody that doesn't know me would be like, oh, Dustin must be a gynecologist. And like, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but like nobody even batted an eye. Yeah. Like nobody made any kind of comment like, what? Or like it, there wasn't even like a look of confusion. Everybody just acted like this was co a completely normal thing to say. Because the movie isn't self-aware and it, and it thinks it's funnier than it is. That's, yes. That's what, it, that's what it comes down to. And... And, like, another one that was, like, totally out of place is that, of course, at the end, after she's been exposed, the rich publicist people, publishing people, are, like, they're leaving. They're, like, wow, you lied to us. Fuck you. We're leaving. Mm -hmm. We hate you. And so, you know, of course, she's crying and she's got a, you know, she's, like, oh, I have to run after them and tell him that I love him, which isn't actually, like, the reason she was going after them them totally I don't know it was weird but anyway that's not the point the point is um like they're talking about how she needs to go after them and she needs to save her book and save her career and and profess her love for um uh, uh Jackson and then the the girl pretending to be her daughter we haven't brought her up yet um the girl that's pretending to be her daughter who is actually like who who is her who's pretending to be her but like little her since she's pretending to be her mother back to the confusing part <laughs> um the girl's name is violet and so when they're all talking about like yeah you've got to go after him like you've got to go after them this this little 11 year old girl goes what are we waiting for christmas <laughs> it was yeah. what it was yeah it was weird I, what does that even mean? I don't know. I mean, the movie's not, it's not a Christmas movie, but it, they try to, they try to stick That's it in there. That's how they, like, forced it in there. Because she's like, what are we waiting for, Christmas? What's Christmas got to do, <laughs> what's, what's Christmas got to do with you almost ruining your career and, and losing the love of your life? Even though that's not, like, we've already touched on that. I, we're not going back there again. Yeah. Um, like, what, what does Christmas got to do with it? That's like me, that's, that's like me saying because we're on a farm, me going, what are we waiting for? The emus? <laughs> to do what? Yeah. What's Christmas gonna do about it? it? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Kids say the darnest things. I don't know. But, hey. This kid did though. Like she really, she was really funny. Yeah. 
Um, she was extremely funny. And by the way, just so that we're rounding this whole thing out, this Violet girl that they got to like pretend to be their daughter, um, she was from like two houses, two, two houses, this, these are farms, mm -hmm. two farms like down, so like two big properties down. Um, and they, they, this was pretty funny, they quote unquote rented her to be their daughter. Right. And basically were like, hey, your family doesn't mind if you don't spend Christmas with them, right? And this Violet chick was like, yeah, I'm like number, f I'm like the fourth kid of nine. So like, they're not even going to know that I'm gone. And then like the, the pseudo husband is like, I'll give them a call. <laughs> it's like, wait, are they, but they are going to know that she's gone because you're going to call and tell them. And yeah. they're going to be like, yeah, you can just have our kid for Christmas. What? They won't. Yeah. Well, what I thought of when she was like, oh, they won't even know I'm gone. It's like a real home alone situation. Yeah. Like, oh no, we forgot Kevin. Know. Yeah. And the last thing that I caught on the second watch, and I just barely caught this. I just happened to like look at the screen as some of the credits were rolling by. Right before the like the list of cast, like the, the cast members, um, it says on the credit screen, by watching this film legally, you have supported thousands of jobs of creatives distributors, and crew as listed below, which is wonderful mm -hmm. and all. But are people still watching things illegally? The only thing I can think of is if people are sharing Hulu accounts or something like that. That's, But that's not, I don't know if that's technically illegal. No one's pirating movies. No one's. That's what I mean. No one's going to LimeWire and, and giving their computer, like, the plague in downloading movies doesn't happen anymore. No, not at all. Like, nobody is, like, bootlegging this shit off the internet. Yeah. Especially something like this. No, yeah. Like, if, if, if I'm you're, sorry. If you're Nobody's gonna... going to great lengths and risking, you know, being called a pirate for the rest of their lives for this shit. Yeah, if you're going to risk giving your computer all the viruses in the world, at least download something that at least got an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. Instead of a 2 or whatever this got. It got a 5.1. 5.1? On IMDb. And you know what? I was looking at some of the um I was looking at some of the uh kind of the reviews on there and a lot of people gave it like a 10 out of 10, a 9 out of 10, and what? I did see that, yeah. What what movie are you watching? Who are watching? these people? They probably they probably got paid by the the uh, production are... company. <laughs> Either that, or they were high AF. Or they just really like crap. I mean, I guess there are people, but there there was almost no in between. Like mm -hmm. people were giving it like one out of ten, or two out of ten, or like nine out of ten, and ten out of ten. There was like one five out of ten. So that, I mean, that's, that must be how they got their rating because like it was the average of people giving it way too much credit. And then the reasonable people that were like, nah, this was shit. No, it was like, maybe it's like fake Amazon reviews where they, like a bot gets on there and says, wow, great product. Did great job. And it's like 10 out of 10. Did good things. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, anyway, this film did have a few redeeming qualities. Um, by a few, I only mean two. Um, Miles and Violet, characters in the movie, are really, like, the only good characters in this movie, I think. 
Yeah, that may be true. Miles is, we didn't actually name him by name, but Miles is the, the, the husband, the pseudo husband. Yeah. So the cousin, it's, who's actually the cousin's husband. Yeah. Pretending to be Clementine's husband. Right. Um, to, to keep up the act. And he was really funny because like that, that really was, I mean, not only was it just kind of designed to be funny to be like, Oh, like a gay guy has to pretend to be straight. Um, but he actually had a lot of, like, he was the comedic relief. Yeah, he definitely was. Absolutely. Him and Violet, because the Violet was like the sassy, spunky girl. Right. She was so feisty and she had like a lot of, she had like a lot of funny lines in there. So they were really the, the, the two best characters, um, along with the baby cow. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's the whole scene where the cow gives birth, and then we have the baby cow, and then later on, the baby cow is in the background, and it's doing, like, this little hop thing with its back feet, and it's very distracting and very adorable. And the honestly, the best part about it, though, is that it was during a very serious scene. Yeah. So, like, the publishing people have, like, they've Jackson and his mom and Jackson's ex-girlfriend whatever like they've yeah. all like left they've like ditched out they've bailed so uh emmy is just like sobbing yeah, she's crying her eyes out. she's like crying it's a very serious thing and then this cute little baby cow just does like this little like dance and kick <laughs> thing and we were just like oh my god that's adorable and we were like wait what's happening because the baby cow is way more interesting yeah so baby cows do cute things to lighten the mood is my takeaway from this movie i love it All right, and as always, we have to give this movie some ratings. Yeah, we kind of already went over the IMDb one. Um, it didn't have a Rotten Tomatoes one, but there was a rating on Just Watched, which I guess is another like rating platform yeah. for, for movies. A 67%, which I think is extremely generous. Yeah, who are these people? I, I don't know. I, we didn't look at it too much. Um, but I also did want to note that on IMDb, three out of four of the tags... On IMDb are Holiday, Christmas, and Farm. And that just cracks me up because, again, generic. Like, you're gonna, like, how does that stick out from anything? Like, one of the tags could have been, like, Australian. One of the tags could have been, like, books or something. But no, they straight up chose Holiday, Christmas, and Farm as if that's not 99% of everything else. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and this movie is, like, way less of any of those things than yes. most of the other movies that are tagged with those are. Yes. Yeah. Um, so our own ratings, I am going to give it two out of ten imaginary fig trees because they keep talking about this fig tree farm. I didn't see one dang fig tree. We really didn't see one fig tree, and they wouldn't shut up about the fig trees. It's all they talk Shenanigans. About. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half out of ten emus. And I'm going to let you guys decide which half of an emu I'm using for the half in the three and a half. Okay. I'm going to give you a hint. It's probably the butthole end. Wow. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, and actually, one of the IMDb ratings was titled, This is the Coal in Our Stocking. <laughs> That's a great way to put this movie. I liked it. It was. I concur. Moving on to our punishment challenge. Um, we hope you, you guys saw the last one. Dustin was the first 
to do a punishment challenge and as you guys probably saw on our socials he had to dress up as a zombie out in public at a park um he got some strange looks he um had some fans some some little kids were super excited to see a zombie yeah. um made <laughs> made fan or made friends with like their grandmother um she's like i'm so sorry i sent them over there i told them that you looked like a zombie and they all came running she was adorable i was walking around the park with my arms like straight out like a zombie yeah so check that out if you haven't seen it it was pretty fun we had a blast doing it um dustin's embarrassment level was like 12 out of 10 look okay so i've played i've played in bands for a really long time and i've played many shows i've played shows in front of thousands of people I, I, i've never been nervous to do something like i was he was you guys he was hiding behind me I, I like would, we would like walk we would be like walking like and people would be like coming up on like my right side and he would like get on my left side and like stand shoulder to shoulder with me and then just kind of like keep his head down and like look the other way and I like side-eyed him and I was like are you are you hiding right now it felt so weird and he was like no what are you talking about and I was like Dustin it was embarrassing and weird yeah, so anyway, <laughs> it was perfect. Um, so if you haven't seen that yet, definitely go check that out um, on our socials and on TikTok. It was, it was a blast and it was fun. So here's our new punishment challenge. Um, we will be playing a finish that lyric game. Um, so we're gonna play, we're gonna do best two out of three. We're gonna play some Christmas songs for each other and stop them at an opportune or inopportune moment um, where we have to finish the lyrics. Yeah. Let's... I'm really bad at this. Let's go. All right. All right. Okay, so I've got your first song lined up for you to guess. Okay. Um, you are going to do Silent Night. Okay, let's go. I don't know the exact words. I know it's something like that. I don't know. Crown of virgin, mother and child. What's the first word? Round. Round. I thought it was crown. <laughs> uh, I think that counts as an L. Yeah, it does. Okay. Ugh. You were really close, though. I know. Crown. <laughs> All right, and for you, I have It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. This is Michael Buble's version. I'm going to bomb this so hard. I'm so bad with lyrics. All right, let's go. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go. Take a look at the world you see. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, here we go. What? <laughs> How was I gonna get that? Take a look at the five and ten. What the fuck is five and ten? Um, take a look at the five and ten. It's close. I don't really know off the top of my head. I don't know this song. <laughs> All right. 
Next one up for you is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Oh boy. Let's roll. Peace on earth and some blah, blah. I don't, yeah, I got nothing. You got the peace on earth part. Yeah. Mercy mild? Okay. Well, that's a, that's a fail. I mean, you technically got, like, the first part. Yeah, I think it needs to have the whole phrase, though. Okay. I think that's, oh, I will take the L on that as well. Okay. Dang! This is a heated competition. It is. All right, for you, my wife, we have uh, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen oh. by Bare Naked Ladies and Sarah McLaughlin. Come on! It's, I'm not going to get this. It's a good one. This is really hard. Let's okay. Go. Bullshit, but fine. Oh, okay. Why? That one was extra hard. That's okay. All right. Your last one is Jingle Bell Rock. Okay. Ready? All right. And prancing in Jingle Bell Square. In the frosty air. Yeah. Yes. Finally, somebody. <laughs> okay. All See, right. I knew that was too easy, but fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. And your last one. It's uh, do or die time. Um, I'm totally doing this challenge. <laughs> All right. Or this punishment, I mean. It's, uh, it's your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Okay. I'm so bad at music lyrics. Close here. What do you mean close? <laughs> You're killing the melody game. All right. Well, that's it. Well, my turn. All right. Stay You're... tuned. It's a good one, and it's and it's uh it's based on the movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll say, say that. that. So look forward to that me doing that punishment that I'm so looking forward to doing. Yeah, and like we mentioned before, also check out the video of me doing my zombie punishment from last week. Yeah, and if, if you watched this movie, please tell us what you thought about it. Please tell us anything that you agreed with, didn't agree with. If you didn't agree, you know, just so you know, we don't care. But uh, <laughs> tell if, us what you thought about it. If you like this movie, uh, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you know the answer to that hangover cure, um, please let us know. The milk with the apple cider vinegar in it um, seems preposterous to us, but 
If you know anything about it, please tell us and uh, anything else that you want to tell us. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today. We love you guys for listening. Don't forget to check our socials throughout the week to see what new shenanigans we're up to next. Like us, follow us, share us with your friends, family, and your pets. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at The Hokey Holiday Review, and on Twitter at Hokey Holiday. We want to hear from you guys. Leave us a comment, send us a message, or an email, or a carrier pigeon, and especially, especially drop us a review. They help us so much in finding new friends. And we'll catch you next time. Keep it cheesy, hokey homies!